0: You're listening to the Mind Your Business podcast. Today, you're gonna hear from a burnt out nurse who built her six-figure internet business. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here, and thank you so much for tuning into a Wednesday edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast. If you're a regular listener, then you already know that it's on... Wednesdays that I introduce you to successful digital CEOs that are running, growing, thriving online businesses. And it's like one of my favorite things to do because it's it's an opportunity for me to connect with more of our students, more clients, and get their stories out there. I love it because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just going to say this. I hear it all the time. I see it in groups. I see it on Facebook where... People are asking these questions like, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I've got this and I've got that. And look, the mission for these Wednesday episodes is very simple. No matter where you are at, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you. No matter where you're at, no matter how much money you don't have, no matter how much time you don't have, resources, lack of skills, lack of knowledge, there is someone that had less than you and made it work. There is someone out there, and there's more than one, by the way, there are plenty that had less skills, less money, less resources, less time, less know-how, less whatever, and they found a way. How, how, how? Is it that they acquired the money? Is it that they acquired the skill? Is it the blah, blah, blah? No. The difference is simple. They chose to not let those things be the excuse that prevented them from from taking action and moving forward. Right now, you may be using that as your reason why you can't make it. They found a way to succeed despite that. That's what you're gonna have to do, by the way. So, I wanna just inundate you, inundate you, with examples of people that have had kids, jobs, no money, in debt, broke, Didn't know anything, didn't have the time, all this stuff. And if they can do it, why the F can't you? Like, seriously. They're not like some gifted, you know, superpower human. We tend to think that, oh, well, they, blah, 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 you know, and we, oh, well, they're this. And people say that to me, well, it's easy for you, James. It's easy for you to say. It's easy for me to say, because all the stuff that you're going through, most of it, I mean, I've never had kids. But so many of the things that most people deal with and use as reasons to quit, to give up, to say it's not possible, I had them all. So if you're just looking to me now, oh, easy for you to say, you've got a big team. You can spend money on ads. You can do this. You know people, you're connect, blah, blah, blah. Well, I wasn't when I got started. You know, even like when you look at Walmart, Walmart's an interesting company, right? Here's Walmart, like, Oh, they're destroying the mom and pops. And like, whether they are, they're not like, you know, and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm not, I'm not here to interpret that. But what people forget is when you look at a company like Walmart, and again, this is not me endorsing, not endorsing, like, it's just very neutral. People forget that Walmart used to be a mom and pop. If you go look at Sam Walton and early days of Walmart, it was just a, it was a mom and pop shop that grew up. (laughs) But it started as a mom and pop. Now I say that only to demonstrate that everyone that you look at, that you're comparing yourself to, or you know, they've made it, or blah, blah, blah. Like, we start to assume that that's how they are, and that's how they always are, and that's how they've always been. But they were exactly where you are right now, and a lot of people were a lot worse than where you are. But they didn't let their circumstances dictate their reality, or their future, or their, their lives. So why are you? So I'm going to keep bringing you these Wednesday episodes. And I'll be honest. I'll be straight with you. I'll be frank. You can call me James, but I'll be frank. It's a lot more work. Like my schedule is starting to get a little crazy because we now have three episodes. So I've got to find time for like booking interviews and calls. And it's like my schedule's like crazy. But the feedback has been amazing from these and our Friday episodes. And I mean, obviously the Monday people have always loved. So, you know. I appreciate the feedback. Please keep it coming so I know that, you know, we're on the right track and everything. It takes it takes more time, but I think it's worth it, and I think you can agree, too. So, in a moment, I'm going to introduce you to this week's case study. Um, again, it's just to share a story. There's nothing for sale here. There's nothing other than to share with you a story of someone that, like, you know, overcame some odds. In this example, Mariana Ruiz, she was a full-time nurse, and then she went to one-on-one coaching back in 2016 And she got burnt the F out doing one-on-one coaching. She maxed out and couldn't grow anymore and it wasn't enough. And you're going to hear her story of how she pivoted and leveraged her business, created leveraged offers, and launched to a very incredibly small list and has built a six-figure business that way. And she's done it in a very short time. It's a great story. It's all coming up in just a minute. But first, a word from our sponsor. No, I have no sponsors. But I do like to update you every once in a while. So, I'm updating you now to share with you my life. I am like hours away, 12 hours away from hopping on a plane. I will be in Orlando, Florida this week. James, what are you doing in Orlando? Glad you asked. Other than visiting Harry Potter Land, which is like probably the coolest part of Orlando. I mean... That's a big reason why I'm going to Orlando is Harry Potter Land, which by the by, if you haven't been, I mean, the one in uh, Universal Studios Hollywood is like, okay, but the one in Orlando is magical. Like, it is the coolest thing ever. I've been and I'm going back. So, you know, if you're ever in the Orlando area, go to Harry Potter World and thank me later Because it's amazing. Anyways, no, I'm going to, this is true, I'm going to go. But I'm actually going to the mastermind that I'm in. I'm in a seven-figure mastermind down there where we meet all over the country, but we'll be meeting in Orlando for a few days. And I think I've been now a member for three years and uh, it's it's life-changing, it's business-changing. You've heard me talk about the power of masterminds. I have my own mastermind. So, by the way, it is the time of the year that we're coming up to open up enrollment and the application process to our 2019 masterminding experience. So, you know, the idea with a mastermind is it's the caliber and quality of individuals in the room, right? Imagine being surrounded by people where, like, you're the dumbest person in the room because everyone else is just like... You know, and that, not that you're dumb, but they're just people in the room that, like, they're gonna push you. They're gonna hold you accountable. They're gonna see things that you can't see, your blind spots, right? That's why I'm in masterminds. That's why we have a mastermind. We endorse them. So here's the deal um, you can go to my website, and there's a section the tab that tab says work with me, and there's a little thing where you can join the notification list. You can also just hit me up on Instagram DM if you're interested. Now, again, it's a very thorough and intense application process because we're looking for quality, committed, highly committed, and highly coachable, and highly giving, and abundant, like, amazing people. There are also income requirements, and so you'll have to be able to share all of that accurately and honestly with us. And uh, yeah, so it's about that time of year, and so we're going to be notifying people on that notification list, that interest list, so now would be a good time to get on that list if this is something you're considering for your 2019 you know, business year. So that is all. That is what I have for you. Let's jump into today's episode. I'm interviewing Mariana Ruiz, who's been a student and member of Business by Design since, I believe, 2016 so almost like three years now which is amazing and again she was a burnt out nurse doing one-on-one coaching on the side 15 clients got burnt out with that and you're going to hear her story of how she really blew that up in, in a leveraged way and i just love it and uh without further ado let's go ahead and play that interview for you right now all right ladies and gentlemen i am here with mariana ruiz mariana how are you
1: Great. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on to share your story. So I always ask our guests this, like, what's the headline? What is your headline if we could create the newspaper and you're on that front page and we've got the great news? What would your headline be for this story?
1: So from nurse and preemie mom to owning a six-figure business.
0: Awesome. And how long has that journey taken you?
1: A couple of years. So I joined Business by Design in... 2016, I believe, Mm -hmm. the December.
0: Oh, yes. The December launch. I remember it well, like it was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So take us, I guess, there. Like, where were you at at that point? What was going through your mind? And what were your goals at the time?
1: Yeah. So I had built my business on a one-on-one coaching model. I had to really, like, not had to, but because of the situation I was in, I was working a corporate job climbed my way up the corporate ladder and was working, you know, in a very nice job, right? Cushy jobs for a nurse. And what happened is I had my daughter at 28 weeks gestation weighing two pounds Mm -hmm. and needing urgent, you know, open heart surgery within the first week she was born.
0: And what, what year was this?
1: That was 2015.
0: That was 2015. Okay. Wow.
1: Yeah. So at that point, I could not return to my job. And because I used to be an ICU nurse, the doctors were like, well, you can handle it. And she came home to me on breathing monitors and all kinds of equipment, still having very severe apneic episodes and just like struggling to breathe, Mm. which was hard. You know, you didn't have off shifts anymore. And I hadn't worked bedside nursing for a while. So it was it was tough. And I thought, okay, well, I'm not going to return to a corporate job when I'm going to have to hire a nurse or somebody to take care of my own daughter. So I leaned in, I had a coaching business and I just leaned all the way into that. So
0: you were doing that on the side up until that point?
1: Yeah, I was doing health coaching at that time
0: Okay,
1: using, you know, my health background. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I built it out, but I had filled, I filled my one-on-one practice in just a few months and I was so burnt out between my daughter having been a preemie. I also had a 16 month old when she was born and running a business like full-time coaching. I I was coaching around 15 clients at that time, one-on-one. Wow. And Yeah. And I was not, I didn't have a nanny. I didn't have anything as far as support at home. And that's when I said, you know what? I need a better way to do this. And that's when I joined
0: Business Side Design. So were you like 15 <laughs> clients? Was that like weekly calls with them? What did that look like? Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. So weekly calls with them.
0: More than one a week per person?
1: No, just one. Okay. One, one hour a week. But I did full email support. Mm-hmm. I did, you know, like chatting over Messenger all the time.
0: Yeah. So there was a lot of that follow up in between that was probably starting to eat away at your extra time.
1: Yes. And that caused some dips because after I would get full, then I would be afraid of selling because I'm like, I don't want more of this. See,
0: that is like, that is for real. And like, that is such a, I'm just like so adamantly against that, where like you're in business where all of a sudden you get to a place where you're like, no I don't want to sell because selling means I have to do things I don't want to do and I'm like that's where something becomes broken that's where you know we're not doing something as efficiently and as effectively as we should be so I'm assuming at that point with 15 clients you were like I want to grow I would like more revenue but I can't I I have no more of me to give
1: exactly okay
0: okay So how did you start to rebuild that model?
1: Yeah, so I did some just like digital products that just got me some breathing room for like the first few months of that. And so I used a lot of the processes that are in business by design and was finally getting some passive income. And that felt like I can breathe. Mm -hmm. I'm making money and it's not costing me all of my time. And then finally i went to business by design live you and i spoke a couple like for a while so i want to just thank you for just being so open with me and just taking the time to coach me and we talked about doing a group program Mm -hmm. with the members that i had already and i sold some people into that group and i just opened it up or actually no i did a mastermind first sold people from my existing into that. And then I did a group program that was like my signature
0: program. Okay. So what I'm hearing is, is you took your clients that you were already working with and you invited them into a mastermind. Yes. Okay. How did that work? Amazing. (laughs) Take us through that because I know there's a lot of people listening that are in the one-to-one model. In fact, it's not too uncommon for people when they enroll in BBD, like they're looking to get out of the one-on-one and that's exactly what I did. I was doing video YouTube marketing and I wanted to take on some clients to do some bigger work. So I started with five or six and I was even at five or six, like that's the crazy thing is I was burnt out at five or six and that was a call a week. And -hmm. so like 15, I can just be like, Oh boy. Cause I was still running the rest of the business and I'm like, man, I can't do this, especially like when you, you're a mom and everything too. Right. So, take us through that. Cause I know when I did that, that was like the best thing I ever did. What did that look like for you?
1: Yeah. So I basically offered it to most of my one-on-one clients, the ones that I felt were ready. And surprisingly, like some of the people went into it, but a lot of the sales came from everybody else, you know, that was kind of, they were ready. Like my audience was ready for the next step. I just wasn't giving it to them.
0: Mm. Wow. So you got people more, more of the people joined the mastermind that were not even in the one-on-one. It was just a, a couple or? Yeah, it
1: was just, I think the mastermind was around three people. Okay. It was small.
0: And then from the one-on-one clients, but were there others that joined?
1: There was one from one-on-one and the rest were from the outside members. Okay. Got outside. it.
0: Okay. So was the mastermind, it started at, at three total? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes. Okay, the first time it. I ran, it was three people. Okay. And that that's another thing too. Like I was so afraid I wasn't going to have enough people and like mm. all of this. And you know what? It was leverage. I didn't care. that I had Yes. <laughs> it was just like breathing space.
0: I love that because that's a That becomes a big fear for people. It's like the first fear is like, what if no one buys? What if no one joins a mastermind? And then it's like, well, if you don't have the mastermind now and no one buys, what's different? You're in the same place you were before. So then the next fear that comes up for most people is like, well, what if only one person buys? And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can always, you know, just refund them or change the offer. But I love how you approach this. You're like, three, it's a place to start and working with three people at the same time is better than working with three people individually. And that's what you got a big dose of was this leverage. So I love that. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So great. So what happened then?
1: Then I launched my group program. So that was like my signature program. It was a lot more condensed and it included teaching. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a teacher at heart. So that was, felt like a very aligned offer and I have my numbers. It's really interesting because the first launch did okay, but then the second launch was exponentially better. So I want to inspire anyone who's like had a mediocre launch. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So the first one, I had a list. Okay. My launch list was 33 people.
0: For the group program.
1: For the group program. Yes. Out of that, I had three sales at five... I think it was five hundred dollars, or there was like a payment plan, so it was a mm-hmm. little more. Um, That's still
0: ten percent. Yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: it's still ten yeah. percent exactly. And then, so total profit, and I spent a hundred and sixty-five dollars on Facebook ads. Total profit was fifteen ninety-two. Mm-hmm. So one thousand five hundred ninety-two. Then I relaunched that a few months later. Yeah, and. Same kind of thing, right? It was still really small. It was 67 people in my challenge list.
0: Yeah. You doubled (laughs) the amount of people.
1: I doubled the people. Facebook ad spend $101 Mm -hmm. and total profit. So this is where I really started to own it. And this is like, was the game changer for me is I, I upped the price. I like merged my one on one like I don't do one on one if you have not gone through my group program anymore.
0: Cool. I love that.
1: Yeah. So I started really creating boundaries for myself. So that launch generated twenty three thousand seven hundred and
0: Whoa. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. Wait, you went from fifteen hundred to twenty three thousand
1: Yes. was still a hundred dollars Facebook ad spend. So. Oh
0: my goodness. Yeah. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. And I mean, at that point, the program was like 2000. So, I mean, it's still, it's just been such a journey of always owning my own expertise more and more and also allowing myself to grow at my pace, you know?
0: So, If I did the math right, that's a 1400% increase from launch one to launch two. Like that's crazy. And you're looking at doubling the launch list. So this is what I keep talking about to people over and over again, especially inside BBD is like a lot of people to like, they do their first launch. And then they go, okay, I made X amount of dollars, and if I want to double it, I got to double my launch list. And Mariana is a perfect example of like, that's like the hardest way to do it. Because you doubled your launch list, like almost exactly, but you, if I'm doing my math right on, this, on the fly here, $1,400 x would your, your, your revenue, and that's because of the other things that you did inside of the launch. So what uh, you raised the price, that's one example. I heard you say you owned it. What else really made the difference in this in this second launch for you?
1: So I just honed in on my gifts. So mm. in how I had gotten clients and done all of that one-on-one work was challenge launches and sales calls. So what I did is for this launch, I just leaned into challenge launches because I knew that that was converting for me. In the first launch, I did a webinar and it felt more experimenting than with that other launch. Like I said, I owned it. Like I knew how to do challenge launches. I had done them over and over. And this was the biggest difference for me with business by design. Before business by design, every month I was doing a challenge launch and every month it was a different launch in a completely different offer. And this is what happened when I just stayed with the same offer and just improved and tweaked and perfected the messaging around it.
0: Amazing. And when was this one? This launch? This was
1: in November and I just- Of last year? Yeah, last year. And I just redid it and we did 24.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Oh, this is so cool. So now like, where are you going? Right? Like what's next for you?
1: Yeah, what's next for me is definitely continuing to up-level. I know that the thing that's blocking me right now is not having the leads on the front end. So right now we're in a push. I just hired my first full-time employee. Yay. Yay, it's been amazing. And I'm looking at, okay, how can I build up my, like, how you call it, like the runway, mm-hmm. my runway so that I have more people coming in on the front end and the people that come in know me better.
0: Right. And that is going to be the next thing. I think that's, and you just keep the challenge the same and focus on not just getting more people in, but yes, as you said, more warm people in. So by the, even the time they're going through the challenge, like they already have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. I love it. This is awesome. So what advice on top of, what you've just shared here, which is just like, so great. It's so simple. I love simple, right? Like, let's just, just keep it simple. Oh, do you still have the mastermind? Are you still doing that? Or are you just focusing on the group program now? Where are you at with that?
1: So I'm just focusing on my group and my one-on-ones have to go through the group. Yeah. And I'm going to be launching a mastermind probably in May of next year. I want to like fill up my group now and probably in the beginning of January
0: again. Love it. Okay. What advice, on top of everything you've already shared, do you have for the person that is kind of trapped in the one on one and they want to grow, but even just the thought, the idea of adding another one on one client is kind of like giving them dread? What advice do you have for that person?
1: I would say the same thing you told me is you're going to have to charge more. Make sure that, like, if you're doing one on one, that you're offering something that makes sense for you. So I was just way over, over, over delivering and was leaving nothing for myself. Mm. And the next thing is really just starting with wherever you are with both your mindset and your alignment energetically for something passive. Even if it's small, just start with something totally passive so you can have that feeling.
0: That's good. Can you elaborate on what that looks like for you?
1: Yeah. So what that looked like for me, I have a a podcast and what I had is an expert come on and she was like a passive income expert. And she's like, you know what? I wish I would have just done this the first day. And she said, I had all these tools I was using within my business and I wasn't really sharing them with my audience. So she's like, what is the thing you use the most? And I shared what that was. And I created that into my first ever passive income course. And it was, I think I just sold it for like $50 or something. It was so cheap. Wow. <laughs> but it literally, I had clients who were like, this is life changing, you <laughs> <Yep>. know? <laughs> and it was a very simple system for staying on track with like Trello and stuff like that for visibility. Mm-hmm yeah so basically what that lesson was is that the passive income product is literally under your fingertips you're probably using it every day
0: (laughs) yeah oh totally i mean i always love to tell our listeners and they're listening that we're always leaving money on the table there's always opportunities for money and sometimes you just gotta barely even bend over and pick it up it's easy Yeah. so this is awesome mariana tell our listeners where can they learn more about you? You said you have a podcast. Tell us about that. How do we start stalking you on the internet?
1: Yeah. My podcast is called the impact driven entrepreneur and my Facebook group is called the coaching for impact community.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Guys, we're going to link all of that in the show notes for you. So you can, uh, go, uh, check out Mariana Ruiz, learn more about her, follow her and hang out with her over on her, uh, her neck of the internet web, Mariana, any final parting words, any, uh, any word of advice to really call this episode complete for our listeners?
1: Yeah. Just go out there and put something out there. Wherever you are, you have something to offer somebody that's going to help them. So go do that.
0: So today. go do it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> I, I know it, it can really be as simple as that on the other side of it. It's just like, just go do it. Stop waiting. Just do it see what happens. You're going to mess it up. You're going to screw it up. It's going to look bad. It's going to be messy, but might as well get it over with now (laughs) so you can get better. Fail fast, fail forward, fail often. Mariana, this has been great. I so appreciate you taking the time to just share your story here. You're amazing. And I just can't wait to continue following up with you on your journey as you continue to grow and do more and more awesome things. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in to another Wednesday edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. We've got a very special Friday edition coming your way. So make sure to stay tuned for that episode. We'll chat with you soon. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life